0: Hi and welcome to Healthy Life Hacks. I'm Jennifer Jeffries, the present day wise woman, a realistic naturopath coming to you from the surfing beaches of Australia. This podcast is for those of you who are wanting to really rock your life and health and live from a place of prevention. Let's get into today's episode. What kind of fat are you? Mm, Did you know that there's six types of body fat includes essential fat, brown fat, white fat, beige fat, subcutaneous fat and visceral fat. Now, the bottom line is all these types of fat. However, what's predominantly good and bad for your overall health? So you may not realize it, but fat cells can be stored in three ways, essential fat, subcutaneous fat and visceral fat. So essential fat is what's necessary for a healthy functioning body. And so even like some women, when they're really full on kind of athletes, their body fat percentage can literally get too low and they'll lose their periods and stuff. So a certain amount of fat is good for us, but it's got to be the right kind of fat. The next kind of fat is subcutaneous fat, and that makes up most of our body fat. And it's found just under the skin. It's the fatty fat, okay? And it's the body's method of storing energy for later use. It is. And it's the kind of fat that you can pinch between your fingers. So if you can pinch between your fingers, or you can poke your belly and it feels soft, that's subcutaneous fat. The remaining 10% or more is called visceral fat or intra-abdominal fat. And it lies out of reach. It literally wraps itself around your liver, your intestines, and all your internal organs. And this is the heart attack fat. This is the kind of fat that you can be exercising your butt off, eating nothing and still not move that belly fat. That's what I'm talking about in this podcast. Let's dig in. So why does the body get to the stage that you're exercising your butt off and eating nothing and you're not able to lose weight? Well, pretty much because visceral fat is controlled by mostly by or influenced is a better word for it by stress hormones and in particular cortisol. Now, cortisol is actually good for us. However, when we're in that fight and flight mode too much too often that's when our body triggers to store more visceral fat it's like we want these reserves because we're going to have to you know deal with stuff later on so more cortisol just think more stress more cortisol your body's fight and flight response is triggered and your body's going to go i'm stressed store fat i'm stressed store fat so if you're just eating clean, a raw, vegan, organic, paleo, keto, whoop de doop anything kind of diet and exercising your butt off, it doesn't mean you're going to be, you know, losing visceral fat. And I've done so much work in my clinic days and still do today with what I call skinny stress sets, someone who can be really trim and can have a higher body fat percentage and particularly the visceral fat. So Some levels of visceral fat is healthy, okay, and it's there to protect your organs. It's a padding like around your organs. But visceral fat, um, it's also kind of sometimes called active fat because it plays a role in how your body functions. So too much visceral fat can lead to things like, you know, diabetes and particularly type 2 diabetes and and heart disease and stroke, things like that. So the visceral fat sits behind your abdominal muscles and it can't be seen. And when you poke it, so if you see someone who's got a pot belly, and so often that apple shaped person, uh, more than a pear-shaped person, so we say the pear-shaped person is when you kind of you know thinner, trimmer around the upper body, and then you you splay out around the hips and then down to the to the legs, that's a pear shape where an apple is classically, you know, small upper and then round at the the belly and then down to the legs. So um Generally, people who are more apple shaped. And guys, the, the classic pot belly is so often visceral fat as well. It's not just from too many beers and yet it's called a pot belly. So, and women get a pot belly too. So just know that hormones play is a big part of it. So, what's some of the ways you can work out how much visceral fat you've got? You can go and get DEXA scans. These are all, you know, there's so many great toys nowadays that you can just do this with to help get on top of it. But a simple way is a tape measure. So if you wrap tape measure around your waist, just above your hip bones, so you know where your hip bones kind of are, you put your hands on your hips and you can just feel they kind of poke forward. Um, for women, about 35 inches means anything above about 35 inches at your hips means you're at risk of health problems from visceral fat. And for men, the number is 40 inches or more. Okay, that's big. That's, that's 80% of the population nowadays, it's huge. The hip to weight, the waist to hip ratio is another way. So waist to hip. So you measure your waist size and you measure your hip size. So wrap the tape measure around the widest part of your hips. Divide your waist size by your hip size. So a waist to hip ratio higher than 0.85 in women or 0.9 in men indicates abdominal obesity. So that's where you can have a combo of visceral fat as well as subcutaneous fat. And then waist to height ratio where you divide your waist by your height. And a healthy ratio uh, needs to be no greater than 0.5 in men and women. So some healthcare providers, they prefer that kind of waist to height um, because they say it can be more accurate in measuring the difference between visceral fat and subcutaneous fat. So look, go to my show notes. This is all written down there. So if you go to the show notes at www.healthylifehacks.com.au, it's on the website, you'll be able to see this and, and work that out yourself, okay? Now, we used to always talk about BMI. BMI is really classed as not accurate nowadays. Um, and I do, like I said, I do so much work with skinny stress heads. I remember I'm going back before I studied natural therapies, before I studied to be a naturopath, going back about 40 years. It would have been 1980. 384 something like that back a long time ago yeah it's it's 40 years ago and um i was at like a health retreat kind of thing and it was when i was working in the pharmacy industry and yeah so anyway somewhere around then it's a long time ago and it was interesting. There was this, there was, she was an Asian woman. She was tiny, maybe like a in Australian clothing size, size six or size eight. And I was like a 12, a 10 or a 12 in those days. And when they, you know, they they did the caliber tests and everything, did all the tests, measured everything, came out that she had a much higher body fat percentage than me. And yet she was a couple of size dress size clothes down to me. She was tiny, tiny. And that was very early, early, early for me to learn about what's called skinny fat. So skinny fat doesn't necessarily mean healthy because so often so many people, you know, they've got that race fast kind of constitutions and they can be, you know, eating the wrong stuff or just going fast and the stress of life and everything that they've got a higher visceral fat percentage. So I learned about that a really long time ago and um, it always stuck in my brain. I still remember that moment literally where she's going, like how can that be' on, on slim? It was such a disbelief, and this is a long term ago before people talked about visceral fat. Um, yeah, so it's interesting the things that can drive us to learn. So anyway, either way, doesn't matter. your percentage of visceral fat and um, heart attack is the heart attack fat, subcutaneous fat is fatty fat. You want to have a balance in both, definitely. And uh, it, um, 70, eighty percent of the population is nowadays considered to be overweight. Uh, visceral fat is an, at an all-time high. And especially, you know, as I record this, it's the end of 2023. 2021 and 22 were insane with the pandemic and the stress of lockdowns and just so much unknown in the world. And I've done whole podcasts on that topic. But it's huge. So it's even more important to give your body a tweak and work on visceral fat. So these are my favorite kind of top tops tips these are my favorite kind of tips on how to help manage and bring back visceral fat. The first one is we want to eat close to nature 80% of the time. We don't need to do it 100% of the time. Like I said, I've worked too much with skinny stress heads who are trying to be healthy and they end up being unhealthy. Okay, so we want to eat close to nature 80% of the time. And, you know, just watch the refiner process. Get no bum glue, no white bread, no white rice, no white pasta. Start there. Simple things, but start there. Make sure you drink enough water. Go back and check out my podcast. I've done so many podcasts on food. I'm not going to go into it all now. But eat close to nature the majority of the time. Number two is we need to move our body. We need to exercise. But it's not about flogging yourself in the gym. Again, if you're going to be stressed going and doing a run, thinking all oh, the cardio will help me burn up fat, well, the stress you're creating to do that is going to it's counter counterintuitive. It won't work. It just won't work. It's going against what it is. The ultimate to all of it is keeping yourself calm. I surf for exercise because I enjoy it. It's not a stress. Well, it's a stress, but it's a different kind of stress. It's a good stress, um, learning to surf. So um, move your body in some way every day, but do something you enjoy. I like. I am not going to go to a gym. It is not my thing. It's incredibly demotivating it just doesn't work for me it really doesn't so i'm not going to go there but i'll do some weights at home to help my surfing because that's what i enjoy okay move your body every day we've got to manage our stress we have to manage our stress we have no choice that plays stress directly remember stress out high cortisol high fat stress cortisol fat stress cortisol fat we need to break that process you can't get rid of the fat until you manage that stress We manage the stress with adaptogen herbs. So adaptogen herbs are a class of herbs that help our body adapt to stress. And adaptogens like to be used in synergy. We never, as as practitioners, natural practitioners, do we isolate one out. I see people nowadays doing trendy ashwagandha gummies and stuff. It's bullshit. I'm just calling it for what it is. It is. Herbs don't work that way. You want a synergy of the herbs. They're going to look at all the body systems at once. That's the way to do it. So I'll put a link in the show notes. Go and check it out. www.healthylifehacks.com.au. You can check out. You know, go and you know look at the list of some of the herbs that you could use. The next one is be proactive with our sleep because we need our adrenal glands, which is where that cortisol is produced, needs between seven and nine hours sleep a night. So you're thinking, yeah, but I'm a night owl. Yeah, I'm just great. I'm gonna, yeah. Well, guess what? That shit's. Well, it's not just making you fat. It's giving you the heart attack fat that again it's like come from a place of prevention if you know that your body is you know under stress and stuff make sleep a priority my biggest discipline in my whole life is my sleep and i don't care if it, uh, other people think well or something i know that shit keeps me alive the other thing is think about magnesium magnesium is the first mineral that we burn up when we stress out i've done whole podcasts on magnesium so if you go to wherever you listen to Um, podcasts and you search magnesium within my podcast you'll find a bunch of them even the very first podcast number one I talk about sleep and stress and magnesium and things um, for cortisol so check that out supported intermittent fasting is the next one and that's really a way to fast track moving on um, visceral fat in a healthy way Okay, so intermittent fasting, which as naturopaths, we call um, a cleanse day or a, um, a rest day where one day a week, you know, we're not eating meals and snacks and things. The difference is when a naturopath does it. And again, I've done whole podcasts on why I love intermittent fasting and all the ins and outs of them. So go and check that out. But the bottom line is if you just don't eat, you stress your body, cortisol rises, makes more visceral fat. Don't do it. You need to take herbs. You need to take herbs that are going to help to support your body's detoxifying body systems as well as adaptogen herbs at the same time. So you, the cortisol is kept in check while you're resting your digestive system by not eating. So I see people nowadays doing ooh, doing like five-day water fasts and they're shredded. Yeah, but I think, fuck, now you're an even bigger heart attack waiting to happen. It's not cool. It's not cool. So Keep it simple, really keep it simple. So what kind of body fat are you? We're all a combination of all of them, but we wanna have them that they're not taxing us. Okay, I'm an incredibly realistic naturopath. I love all the same fun foods you do, but we do them in moderation so that our body is not taxed from it. Because when we're taxing our body, we're off this planet earlier and not necessarily in a nice way. So anyway, look, reach out to me if you need help at any time. I'm not in clinic nowadays. Uh, I travel the world as a professional speaker, speaking on preventing burnout in the workplace and all those kind of things. Maybe your workplace wants to have me there one day. Maybe not. That's okay. Um, so I can't do everything. But I, what I know is that if we can get the core basics right and get your body out of survival mode, so much repair happens. It's really insane. So I hope that's of help for you. Um, fat is not fat. That is not the fat. And at the end of the day, I would rather help a person with their visceral fat than the subcutaneous fat, because the visceral fat will kill you faster. That's it. Bring it back into balance. Life's meant to be lived, but we'll live it in a way that our body's working for us and not against us. See ya. I want to thank you for being here today. If you enjoyed my podcast, please let me know by leaving a review on Apple podcast every month. I draw one lucky person who leaves a review, have a free one-hour consultation with me. Be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you're tuning in from so that you always catch the next episode. I welcome your emails and you can write to me at podcast at healthylifehacks.com.au. Until next time, remember, when it comes to life, live it, love it and get on with it.